Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Below the Line podcast, the podcast where me and my co-host Emily talk the NASCAR Cup Series for hours a week, three days a week, and hope somebody will listen. Now, we had our normal post-race show on Monday, but obviously with the off-weekend schedules a little bit different, so you'll still likely have our normal Wednesday episode. My schedule, my personal life schedule for the next couple weeks is a little wonky, uh, so I'm going to be pre-recording some stuff, maybe have some stuff out on some interesting days. Um, but today, uh, NASCAR wasn't only in Sonoma, California this weekend. They were also out in France. They're out at the 24 Hours of Le Mans. Now, the 24 Hours of Le Mans is a very historic endurance race. It's it's just when it sounds like 24 hours uh, out on a out on a very challenging course. I believe the the car, the next gen car, ran like 26, 2700 miles, uh, like four Coke 600, something crazy like that. Some like 400. Four mile out, some crazy, crazy number. I can't remember exactly what the numbers are, but it's just it's something incredible. Uh, and and so in this episode, I want to look at that, uh, just kind of quickly, you know, discuss whether this was a good thing or not uh, for uh, for NASCAR. And I also uh, want to talk about the possible schedule changes for next year. So tomorrow on the show, we're going to talk about the news. Uh, we're going to talk about Lamar a little bit. We're going to talk about uh, the schedule with Emily. But today I'm by myself, and today we're going to talk about this kind of in its own other episodes. So tomorrow we will also recap, again, the Toyota Save Mark 350. Um, but in this episode, uh, the main thing that I want to do is talk about Lamar. Um Lamont is a race that it's harder to watch nowadays. It's not on a national network like it used to be, you know, all 24 hours. I believe it's all on MAV TV, and I believe you can watch through their official site or other platforms. Uh, but it's a race that, while still famous, it doesn't have that recognition like the Daytona 500 or the Indy 500 do, at least not in America. Um, but from what I've seen from social media interactions, the Garage 56 Hendrick Motorsports Chevy Camaro Next Gen race car was very, very popular. Um not only at the course itself, but also just in general, like social media interactions with posts pertaining to the car have been incredible. I mean, there's been so much interaction, uh, which is great to see, obviously. And the main thing to me that NASCAR needed from this was that they needed the publicity. They needed more recognition. That is why they did this. Now, obviously, it's fun. You get to have Jimmy Johnson, Jensen Button, Jordan Taylor, and a host of other guys there to help. Rick Hendrick was there as well uh, in France, in Le Mans, in northern France, on the pit road, uh, in the paddock, rather, um, to use the correct terminology there. But just a really cool event all around. And then the car finished in 39th, which nothing special. You can't even finish 39th nowadays in a NASCAR Cup Series race unless it's the Daytona 500. So um, it, it's really cool to see that car uh, finish all the finish all the laps. And that's what was said to be the goal. You know, we you know a win would have been nice, obviously, but you're not going to compete against the Ferraris, the McLarens, all the other fantastic-looking, really good sports cars that they had there. But to not finish last, to finish 39th out of, like, what, 62 cars? To finish in the top, you know, third of the field, uh, or not the top third, you know, the middle third of the field, rather, that's a pretty good accomplishment for a team, um, you know, th th it's their first time doing this. You know, Garage 56 is, you know, it's not Garage 56's first time, but it's obviously NASCAR's first time, taking a car out to France, taking a car to Le Mans, um, and Garage 56 is a really cool thing they do. They, they just kind of invite new disciplines of racing, new teams from disciplines of racing, and say, hey, go run in the best endurance race in the world. And that's what NASCAR did, and I think NASCAR succeeded. Um, I think for all intents and purposes, this trip was a success, and it was a success 
in the fact that you know they went out there and they proved um you know that the a the next gen card is very durable and i know this wasn't a completely uh, identical next gen card to what they run you know week in and week out in the nascar cup series but still uh, these cars are durable they can take a beating some of the horsepower was interesting to see this car i believe had uh sorry had i believe around um i think it was in between 70 to 100 horsepower more than the cup series car proving that hey that engine can take that wear and tear because Trebell said we have like weak flimsy engines we need more horsepower and i agree especially on short tracks to fix the short track racing we need more horsepower this lamal car showed that we can do that um and again it's just a, it's a really cool thing like that's the bottom line here it's a really cool thing you have seven time jimmy johnson driving this thing you have jordan taylor who's now officially a nascar driver driven in a couple races um you know that, that was there to help coach rick hendrick was there one of the best owners if not the best owner of all time in nascar history um and of course jensen button who can call himself a nascar driver officially now i'm not sure who the other guy was that drove the car i believe there's either three or four drivers that kind of swap on swap off stints um you know it looks like everybody had a good time you know i know the crews were able to watch the xfinity race and the cup race uh there rick hendrick obviously invested in both of those um but uh just really really cool to see nascar go to lamar really cool to see nascar branch out like this and and we're even talking in a second about the schedule but when nascar says they want to go international they want to go back to canada they want to go back to mexico possibly want to go back overseas this is big to show that a team can do that moving on to the schedule now, I got this from Jay Ski. Now, the one big update that we had earlier in the season about the possible 2024 schedule was that Circuit of the Americas is going to come back, uh, very likely. The 2024 schedule is said to be one of the most ambitious schedules yet, and it makes sense. Year three of the next-gen car, a year going into a new TV deal being restructured. Got to show up for the TV partners, get that bag. Um, but also, just... NASCAR branching out. I mean, it, it's like a whole new era. You, you know, if you'll if you'll recall in the '90s, the 2000s, when everything had to be a cookie cutter track. It's like that, but not everything is a cookie cutter. It's a new era of expansion. It's like reconstruction for NASCAR. You fell down, you're getting back up now, and you're trying to add back new things, uh, bring back old things, and that's what it is for NASCAR. Um, the biggest move I see, uh, Chicago. What happens with the Chicago Street Race? We talked about this on the podcast a few days ago with some Chicago residents, but um, the future and how well Chicago goes this year, both racing-wise and financially for the city, how the residents of Chicago, Illinois feel about it, will go a long way in determining next year's schedule. Right now, it's a two-year deal, or maybe a three-year deal, actually, to 2025. NASCAR has the option to extend to 2027, um, but I've seen a lot of people saying they won't want you all back. I never got to see Montreal race. Uh, this is what is the circle uh, circuit Zivilnouve, I believe. Uh, is, is I probably butchered that pronunciation, you know, in, in uh, Canadian French. But um, um, that'd be really cool to see that track brought back. But the one big thing that caught my eye is that this J Ski article says that Bristol Dirt likely will not return. Now you may be thinking, oh, okay, we're going back to Bristol Concrete in the spring. Okay, no big deal. However. From what I have heard, from what this article says, it is possible that North Wilkesboro could get that spot. North Wilkesboro, which was brought back this year after 27 years of being dormant, could be brought back and could be the site of a NASCAR Cup Series points race 
And if it would be, it'd be the first time in 28 years, since September of 1996, the first time they would have a cup race at North Wilkesboro Speedway, a point-paying cup race. It'd be huge, and I'd love to see it. Now, obviously, they would have to fix the short track package. I don't think the race was as bad as some people said it was. North Wilkesboro wasn't necessarily a track known for always fantastic action. You know, you can't go into every track or every new track, every track that's being brought back, and say, okay, this is going to be great, because it's not. That's just not how racing works. Not every track is built for great racing. Some people don't get that. Um, um, you know, some people's reaction to bad races are valid and warranted, and a lot of them are not. They're overreactionary, and just people not using their best logic, people not using their best judgment. Um, for North Wilkesboro, though, yes, you do have to improve the short track packet. That's for every track, though. That's for Martinsville. That's for Bristol. Richmond put on a great show this year, so I'll see how they do in the fall to really judge Richmond. Um, but if you fix the short track package, then yes, give me 400 laps in North Wilkesboro. Now, the interesting thing would be, would they make it 400 laps? Would they go down to 300, 350? The All-Star Race was 200. Um, but again, we're, we're not sure that would happen. Now, that sounds like it could be likely. It also seems semi-likely to me, anyway, that the Xfinity Series could go to North Wilkesboro. We already know they put on a show everywhere. They would definitely put on a show there. Uh, so, them going back to North Wilkesboro, Xfinity going there would be awesome. Cup going back there for a points race, yes. Give it to me. I would love it. I would support it. Um, you know, that is truly the biggest thing to me in the schedule would be North Wilkesboro coming back. Now, going to Mexico, going to Canada, whether Chicago stays or goes, that's big as well. Uh, I've seen some people say that they could go back to Road America. I feel like they may have, NASCAR, the Cup Series anyway, may have burned a bridge there. Uh, Road America couldn't have done anything more to say that it should have kept its spot on the schedule, and NASCAR booted them off for a track relatively up the road, um, for a city relatively up the road. So, I know NASCAR still has Xfinity going there. Um, I, I'd be interested to see if, if the owners of the track up in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, uh, would be willing, per se, to uh, to welcome them back. Um, but yeah, North Wilkes Road, to me, is the biggest puzzle piece on this schedule uh, because it could also open up the Nashville Fairground, which has been a big topic for a while. Rockingham now, with North Wilkesboro being resurrected, Rockingham being in better shape, you know, what, you know, what is the possibility of Rockingham coming back? Um, you know, we know the National Fairgrounds NASCAR. I think that's very realistic. Now, maybe not soon, but nine, ten years down the line, I think we very well could see uh, the Nashville Fairgrounds hosting cup races again, as it used to do in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. So uh, the schedule is something, obviously, that we're not going to see out in full until September, maybe October. And that's what it was last year. And honestly, last year, it was kind of drummed up for nothing but the hype of, of North Wilkesboro, which we already knew about in the summer. So um, if this schedule truly is going to be as creative, as groundbreaking, as a lot of people say, uh, they're going to need a splash like North Wilkesboro being a points race. And, you know, they say this is going to be the most exciting schedule yet. I don't doubt it. One way or another, somebody's going to be upset. But I think one way or another, somebody is going to be uh, we're going to be surprised. Um I know a shorter episode today, but we'll be back tomorrow on Wednesday. Emily will be back with me, and then I'm going to be pre-recording, getting some episodes out to previewing Nashville, previewing Chicago, getting into that summer stretch of the NASCAR Cup Series season. 
Uh, if you're listening on the Spotter Stand YouTube channel, go check the show out on all major podcast platforms. If you're listening on one of those major podcast platforms, go check out the Spotter Stand YouTube channel. That's the Spotter Apostrophe S Stand for all NASCAR news, pre- and post-race shows and movies pertaining to the top three series of NASCAR. Email us below the online podcast at gmail.com. Like, subscribe, comment, share, rate, review, follow, press all the buttons. As Emily likes to say, I'm Samuel Steps from the Spotter Stand YouTube channel and the Below the Line podcast. We will see you later. Goodbye.